Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with my good friend Rhino in the Super Talk Studios, back in the saddle on this Tuesday. Rolling right through the month of January, first month of the year. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. We shall be guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Missed you guys yesterday. Appreciate uh, Mandy filling in. And uh, made the trek up to Hernando, Mississippi, DeSoto County. It's and tough to get much farther north than that and stay in the Magnolia State. Yeah. Had a, had a, um, had a really good time up there with uh, some, some great folks in the town of Hernando in the county of DeSoto. The County Seat Lunch Club is the name of this group, a politically oriented group, and was uh, privileged to address that group, uh, 23, 25 folks or so in attendance, including supervisors of DeSoto County, members of the the city council as well. Really appreciate uh, the hospitality and appreciate uh, the opportunity. And learned, of course, Rhino, uh, as I, I'm constantly amazed and, and honored and humbled at just the number of folks across the great state of Mississippi that listen to this program every day. It's uh, it's just so heartening to hear that. And I, I'm I'm blown away. I'm appreciative. I'm, I'm grateful. And I, and I know that it's not lost on me that that really came about because of of uh, the great J.T. Williamson and you and, and your efforts through the years uh, as a team. That's what uh, I think put this show on the map. And, and Mostly made, him. Uh, well, uh, you had a part in that, too, but I uh, appreciate uh, that and respect you, of course, for saying that. But anyhow, we we uh, have to carry on and have to carry on the tradition of excellence that and the standard that the great J.T. Williamson set. And I can only hope that he is uh, up in heaven smiling down on what he sees and what he hears and probably chuckling here and there as well, knowing him. But but anyhow, um, great time up there yesterday. It's always fun to get out and about. I've been blessed uh, as, as part of this job and is also honored and privileged to be invited by uh, various organizations to come uh, to their towns and address them. And gosh, it's just so great getting around the state of Mississippi and uh, going into 
uh, outside of, you know, our traditional stomping grounds and going into to, uh, many of the towns across the state, north and south. Was in Natchez last week, uh, last month, excuse me, uh, speaking, and then in Hernando. That's a that's a fairly wide stretch, and of course, gosh, the remotes we did uh, in in November and December, all over the place, all over the place, and more scheduled for this year. We look forward to that as well. So, anyhow, uh, we are back. <clears throat> the weather is beautiful today. Uh, it's been chilly the uh, over the weekend. And we were... Seems to be a coin flip whenever I ask someone, did you get snow? Yeah, I, I, I will Which say... Which is weird. Okay. Because usually it's not a coin flip for such local areas. Like, usually if you have friends that live in, say, Tupelo or Oxford, they're more likely to get snow than in Hattiesburg or yeah. Vicksburg. That's just nature. But when you have, like, the Jackson Metro area or the Pine Belt or different places in the Magnolia State where you had some neighborhoods get snow and lots of it, and some neighborhoods got a light dusting, nothing stuck. It It was weird. It was spotty, no doubt. But uh, the predictions, I think, were uh, for a little bit more of a serious event than what occurred. I, I did notice en route yesterday, just looking out into the fields and the pastures along 55. As you got further north, you could see patches of remnants of snow and a little, little bit of ice as well, uh, just uh, little particles, I should say, that you could see in the parking lot uh, where I was yesterday. But but in typical Magnolia State fashion, we had snow and the threat of a winter storm, Yeah, and then 48 hours later, it's... Mid sixties and sunny. <laughs> I think sixty one or two, the high here in central Mississippi. But it's gonna get cold again by the weekend, right? Like highs in the thirties. Is that right? High of thirty eight or nine here in central Mississippi on Friday, I believe. So bracing for that. I I caught this story, kinda wanted to crank things up before we dive into the politics of the day. I thought this was a fascinating story, and it's about a man in Kentucky that was on a quest to buy back his late mother's 1971 convertible. Hmm. And, of course, with all the electronic tools and tracking systems and identification systems that we have today, and that all being available to you in the palm of your hand, literally, that effort is a little easier than going to various courthouses and digging through manual records or oh, yeah. wherever you may go. I mean, I'm sure there was a courthouse visit somewhere in there, but yeah, yeah. probably right. But so he finds it and it's a 1971 Cutlass Supreme convertible in the old lime green color that was kind of popular during the era, that sort of bright uh lime green. He found it and which is unusual that you would do that, that you could even find it. And it's in, it been uh, preserved in, in incredible mint condition. Found it. She died, by the way, in 1975. Uh, and in the glove box, her sunglasses. He finds her sunglasses. Now, that's kind of cool. And, and also... Um, he, he said he just thought about photos of her that 
I guess he he pulls you know now and and again for obvious and nostalgic reasons and. He said he's got these big sunglasses. She's got these big sunglasses on. In those days, they were big old round sunglasses. You know, if you go back and look at the, the 70s era, uh, glasses in general were kind of a fashion statement, and they were just bigger than your head, it seemed like. but Big shades, bigger hair. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Good point. And he says she also wore a scarf, typically, uh, which I think was a little bit more common as a fashion item during the day. Anyhow, he finds finds a card, finds her sunglasses inside. I thought that was kind of cool and just wanted to share that. I hope uh, folks enjoyed reminiscing a little bit. I actually had a 1971 Cutlass. However, uh, it was not, and that was in 1976, it was uh, a four-door, and it had an AM radio only. And it was not nearly this sport model, the two-door convertible. Uh, I didn't have that. And, of course, they also had the 442 version, which was the big old engine, 442 uh, cubic inches. Isn't that how they used to measure yeah. back then? Yeah. So, And that was like a motor with a saddle on it, honestly, <laughs> more than anything. Mine was your, your – I think I want to say it was a six-cylinder maybe, uh, Cutlass Supreme 1971. It was right smack dab in the middle of the heyday of the vinyl roofs. Oh, yeah, which didn't last. They looked kind of cool, but they were always molded up. you ever looked underneath those things? No. It is a nightmare. (laughs) Because you'll notice that, oh, wow, some of these companies really were cutting some corners. (laughs) Where this is just the economy frame, but they bolted in or plastered in or tarred in this window unit and then put vinyl over it, and now it's luxury. Terrible. Just terrible. Well, anyhow, um, I had a 71. I think I think I paid, I want to say I paid half, and my father paid half. It was like 900 bucks for it, and that's what I went off to college in. Uh, but AM radio only in the moon cap. Hubcap wheels, you know, which cost about fifteen bucks or something like that. No white walls, couldn't afford that, you know, and that kind of stuff. But anyhow, so yesterday, Martin Luther King Day, and you know, I couldn't help but think about his famous "I Have a Dream" speech, nineteen sixty-three, and I wondered, would Dr. King be pleased with what he sees today? in these United States. Is this what he dreamed? Are we fulfilling that dream? We got some analysis on that that I want to share uh, after the break. But coming up on the program today, Representative Nick Bain, he joins us. He will be on at 11.05. He'll talk about some uh, legislation he's got regarding fentanyl. And then at 12.05, Speaker Pro Tem Jason White, he joins us. We'll get an overview of what's gone on down at the Capitol thus far and get his uh, thoughts about what to expect for the remainder of the session. It's going to be a good show. You want to stay with us. Middays will return.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 61. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 47. Your Wednesday brings a 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 72. And a look into Thursday, mostly cloudy skies, high near 40 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Join us at the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson for lunch daily. Specials include Wednesday pot roast, Thursday chicken and dumplings, and everyday grilled catfish. The Mayflower serves the freshest seafood for lunch and dinner, Tuesday through Friday and dinner only on Saturday. BYOB, the Mayflower Cafe, downtown Jackson, a Mississippi tradition since 1935. Get a bottle of our world famous comeback dressing and a gift card. The perfect gift every time. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. When you order your Walgreens prescriptions with same-day delivery, it's possible you'll experience some side effects. Side effects may include joy that you won't run out of your pills and disbelief at just how crazy fast the delivery came right to your door. Get your same-day prescription refill today on the Walgreens app. To use same-day Rx delivery or one-to-two business day delivery, you must be opted into prescription status alerts. It will appear as an option of orders before that store's cutoff time for the day. Certain health plans do not cover or participate in same-day Rx delivery. Check with your health plan for further details. Excludes California. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi. We are back with you. Robert and Clinton reminds, 442 stood for four-speed, four-barrel, dual exhaust. Yeah, thank you for reminding 
uh, of that, Robert. Appreciate that. You're right. The four, it was the, a 400 cubic inch engine. I think that's right. It, you're right. The 442 wasn't the exact dimensions uh, or the size of the engine. Uh, do we even measure engines like that anymore? Mm, usually it's measured in liters now. Okay. Uh, to be more consistent with international measurements? Yeah, or it's just metric? The, you're measuring the displacement. Okay. All right. Got you. So 442 is more of a... It was more of a branding, I guess, than anything else. But it, it, I do seem to recall that the muscle vehicles of the day, mostly they were 350 cubic inches and up, as I recall. My brother had a an SS Nova, like a 67 or something like that, had the big tires on the back, jacked up on the springs. It literally was a motor with a saddle on it. I don't remember if it was three or four speed, you know, on the floor. It's dangerous to give a teenager that kind. I think he was like 17. He, he paid for it. He worked, and he paid for it himself. My parents would not buy it for him. But that thing, uh, he would take me. I was younger, of course, and he'd, we'd go out on some sort of desolate but rather wide streets not far from our house that he felt like he was not going to be uh, found out by police officers. And he would kick that thing in. <laughs> would throw you back in your seat and kind of scary honestly going that fast in a vehicle they were because they didn't weigh a whole lot they didn't have anything on them it was just mostly motor up there well yeah i mean that was the the debate and this is a debate that happened before i was even born this is just second hand third hand fourth hand knowledge small block versus big block weight to power ratio and the battles that ensued yeah okay that makes sense because, I mean, you got a small block, the engine weighs less, you can put it into different vehicles, can you get faster than, well, wait a second, I got this big block, I can put it in this big monster, it weighs more, but it's got so much more power, and just it's all about balancing that out and who's fastest. Yeah, and back in those days, you could literally do it at, uh, under the trees in your front yard, right, if you had a, a, the proper tools and, and, uh, and so forth. They weren't as complex as they are today with all this crazy computer stuff built into them. You basically got to be a computer technician to work on vehicles today. They're just sort of driving computers. David and West Point on the C Spire text line, by the way, 601-879-4395. He says many 442s had a 455 cubic inch engine. Sent in a Wikipedia entry on that. Wow. Uh, again, that's that motor with a saddle on it uh, situation. I just remember reading somewhere where it was in the fine print or it was the loophole that the marketing people got around is the engine had 400 cubic inches, and that's how they could get away with the marketing of four plus other numbers. Ah, okay. My good friend. They wouldn't get in trouble for false advertising. I got you. Which came to bite the Mustangs in the butt. Was it the Mustangs that had the 5.0 that wasn't really a 5.0? That was liters, though, right? Yeah. that was Yeah, that was a different measurement. So my good friend Fred Shanks, member of the House of Representatives, has sent me a couple of texts. He says, I can find you another cutlass, uh, 442, but a 442. Uh, appreciate that, uh, Fred. I don't need one at this point. It's just amazing. We used to drive around on those things. And, of course, you put the glass packs and all that stuff on them to make them loud more than anything. But they were quite peppy. But gas was 25 cents a gallon. Because every time you you kicked that four-barrel in, you just used about two gallons, didn't you? (laughs) You can just kind of see it flowing through there. Four gallons to the mile. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, gosh. Wow, how things have changed. 
Darren in Jackson says a 442 is a 7.2 liter. I freely admit I'm not an expert on vehicles. I just thought this story, and so I appreciate the text. To compare that, that's about the size they put in the big old Dooley pickup trucks nowadays. Oh, okay. But you're carrying around an awful lot of weight. That's a little different than a 442 uh, two-door cutlass, right? (laughs) That didn't have all that other stuff in the front like you do today, all the other equipment. Or uh, inside. I mean, you pretty much didn't even have air conditioners because that was some weight added to it back in those days. You didn't have that. Did have radiators for what that's worth. Anywho, having a little fun with that, a uh, little nostalgia. I know my good friend Fred is he is up on all that stuff and a bit of a car collector, and uh, that's really cool stuff. Honestly, and, and every now and then I like to just go out and look at those vintage vehicles. From it, it's nostalgic and kind of harkens me back to my middle school teenage days when that was a big deal, you know, to pull up at the at the red light and put it in neutral and and rev up that engine with those glass packs on it, and then get a little rubber when you pulled out, you know, and screech it. Uh, you know. <laughs> My dad, whenever he'd see that, well, you know, that driver, a teenage driver, not paying for their tires. Their parents are. That's the only reason they're willing to do that. Kind of fun. Martin Luther King Day. Let's, Because uh, we can talk about cars all day and have fun. I'm at about the limit of what I know right now, which ain't a whole lot. Um, so Martin Luther King Day, would he be pleased with what he sees. When you look at this just plethora of wokeness that has, I think, engulfed our country, remember perhaps the most notable line, most notable quote in uh, Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech was, I, I dream of a day where my four little children will one day be judged by the the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Gosh, how many times have we referenced that here on the program, Rhino, when when we look at policies and and initiatives and efforts by government, by private sector institutions, educational outlets, and and how they have kind of jumped across that and, in fact, said... No, no, we want things to be based on color of skin. It's Ibram Kendi, one of the most active social justice, critical race theory warrior proponents out there, in charge of, I can't even remember, it's a long name at Boston University, but it's basically his job is to study racism and make sure racism is not occurring, except... That's not at all what he does and what he what he condones and promotes. He's the guy who said we've got to pa- a fight past racism with present racism, and and future racism has to be fought with racism as well. I mean, he just basically says racism is the way to fight racism. That's the idea behind anti-racist efforts. That doesn't seem to be consistent with Dr. King. Let's look at our own state. Mississippi is distinguished in that 
the percentage of our overall population that consists of minorities, African Americans specifically, is greater as a percentage of the overall population, I believe that still holds than any other state. If not, it's got to be dang close. It's uh, normally the figures you see. I want to say, yeah, we were still at the top of that list on the last census. I believe that's right. 60 white, 40 uh, black, African American, I believe, is or close to that, within a point or two. And, you know, I've always thought that we've arguably made more progress towards achieving racial harmony than any other state, even though out to outsiders, we're always the one that is cited and pointed to as kind of the heart of racism. In fact, the left, <laughs> if you look at the way they're pushing this voting rights le- legislation and the things they say about that, comparing those who, who think that you should prove who you are with a with a photo ID in order to cast a ballot. Well, you're Jefferson Davis, and you support slavery. I mean, that's how they equate it, right? That's what we heard. You're Bull Connor, an, an ardent white supremacist racist who served on the Public Service Commission in, in Birmingham. The president invoked his name in his speech last week. That just seems to be inconsistent with Martin Luther King, but let's look here in the state. I think the left thinks we're still stuck in 1963. Hell, some of them think we're still in 1863. That's that's kind of what that's what they project. That's the messaging. But here in the state of Mississippi, I think we've made enormous progress. Are we perfect? No. If we totally eradicated racism, no. No, it exists throughout the world. It's bad. We don't condone it. We denounce it. Is it like orders of magnitude better than what it was in 1963? Any rational, clear-thinking person would have to say, well, of course. But that's not what we're hearing. There's too much money, too much power to be gained from continuing this race narrative, this hyper-racialization of everything. We'll step aside for a break right here on Middays. Don't forget, at 11.05, Representative Nick Bain. And then at 12.05, Speaker Pro Tem. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 601-594-8977. That's 601-594-8977 now. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed state of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. 
Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Demand the best for your truck. Line X Spray-On Bedliners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Line X of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Line X of Jackson has been your source for spray-in bedliner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between airport and crossgates. Line X of Jackson, 601-664-0030. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Hi, Chuck Smith here from Smith Brothers Body Shop. Smith Brothers has been proudly serving the Jackson metro area since 1946. We consider you to be our friend to ensure the best experience possible. If you've chosen a body shop in the past because they were right around the corner and had a bad experience or you've been treated poorly elsewhere, come see what a difference quality service can make at Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call us at 601-353-5217. At Smith Brothers, you're more than a number. Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Ours is the only state in the nation without an equal pay law, and Attorney General Lynn Fitch believes it's time to change that. She told us getting this on the books will aid in Mississippi's abortion case, which is before the Supreme Court. It will be important for us to show the court, show the nation, that we're ready to back up our message about empowering women and protecting and promoting life. In Mississippi, there's a 27% pay gap. State law Makers intend to raise teacher salaries so that they're paid above the national and southeastern averages. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tindall is hoping the legislature will do the same for law enforcement. He told us efforts to defund police across the country has had a direct impact on the number of applications coming into our state. And, and then you look at inflation. Uh, somebody can go work at Hobby Lobby earning $36,000 a, a year uh, and they don't, get, uh, they don't have to come to work at Sunday and they don't get shot at on Friday night. I'm Kelly Bennett. During the COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high-quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care. With many in rural areas having no access at all, Mississippi's archaic laws force MPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioners when it comes to your business it solutions smarter is better meet the authority from cspire our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes taking on their toughest it challenges while finding new opportunities connectivity data security cloud services you name the tech we have a specialist for it cspire business win with authority your partners in it get connected to the fastest internet speeds available visit cspire.com slash business from the coast to the delta and all points in between the stories of your mississippi all 82 counties are heard here with super talk mississippi news what happens why does it happen and how will it affect you your family and your bottom line 
From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi. Join the conversation, 601-879-4395. Just talking about Martin Luther King Day, which occurred yesterday. The president uh, is getting some grief from those who believe that his comparison, he actually didn't compare, he made the statement while he was on the campaign trail that George Floyd's death affected the world more than Martin Luther King and his assassination. He essentially equated it. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's Mm -hmm. death did. Horse hockey. You know, we don't condone what happened to Mr. Floyd. And I think our justice system got that right. I think justice was served. And that's that's kind of it. But to canonize this guy as a saint, essentially, and to equate him to Dr. King is misguided. I think it's somewhat disgraceful. Inappropriate. Now, we could go on and on. Representative Burgess Owens, he represents a, a district. He's in Congress in Utah. And he talked about yesterday how Dr. King truly was a unifier. And that's what he sought. Just as he said in his I Have a Dream speech. I want my children to be judged based on the content of their character. And he wasn't just talking about his children. Of course, he was talking about our entire society. But we have a guy now as the president who is perhaps the most divisive president ever. When you stand in front of the nation and you lap off half the population and say, well, if you support some degree of of integrity... (laughs) through various measures in our voting process and our elections process, such as presenting an ID to confirm your identity or checking signatures against the valid, authentic signature of the voter on record in, in, uh, the, in the case of a mail-in ballot, well, you're Jefferson Davis. And Representative Owens, who, of course, is an African-American, he says it's it's demeaning that it's it's racism to say it's to, you need to water down the voting process to accommodate black people. 
I agree. He says, and I'm quoting, black Americans just like Italian Americans or Polish Americans, all we want is fairness. I don't think the average American is obsessed with race the way this party is, the Democrat Party and this president. It's just ingrained and embedded into every initiative, every statement, every executive order, every bill they push. It is uh, pervasive in the agency complex, in the administration. It's just crazy. I I just don't think the average person thinks about that. Now, that doesn't mean that they're racist or they support racism whatsoever. It just means that they don't, it's not in front of them every day. They don't see it, and therefore they don't view it as as serious a problem as this president and administration would like you to believe, especially in the context of voting rights. You've got to have same-day registration. I don't know how that has any connection to race, but that'll be an argument that we've got to automatically register people to to vote just based on their interaction, let's say, with the State Department of Motor Vehicles. That's something else they want. We've got to sanction and approve ballot harvesting and universal mail-in voting and uh, voting and and count votes for some extended period after election day. Just no deadlines on that and have this lengthy period of early voting, just anything and everything that I think opens the door up for serious fraud and voter irregularity. But Biden actually did say last week, he kind of, he almost kind of countered his own argument when he said it's about who counts the vote, who counts the vote, who can, like said it repeatedly. And I think sort of um, in implying that he'd like to see the federal government have control over the vote counting process. Oh, I'm sure that'll work out well as part of the effort to federalize at least federal elections. And that just all seems crazy to me, but one can support, this is another situation, this is a coexist scenario, right? One can support voting restrictions and, and rational, reasonable measures to ensure valid, accurate votes in elections, but not be a racist. I mean, those two can coexist. I I just find it somewhat racist to suggest that you have to eliminate some of these very straightforward requirements to vote uh, in, in measures in order to be, as Ibram Kendi says, I guess, anti-racist. we we got to let people do whatever they want. I mean, it just opens the door up to so much fraud. It's just mind-boggling, in my view. So, you know that in, the, in Washington, D.C., and I don't know what the population is, but what's the mayor up there, Muriel Bowser, I think, just recently imposed rules that require now a photo ID to accompany your record of vaccination. 
I'm pretty sure that the city limits of Washington, D.C. is primarily African-American. How is that not racist? So basically what you're, what you're doing is, even worse than voting, you're restricting the movement, the participation in society by African-Americans, who I think, if I, if I got this right, Rhino, I saw a statistic that said about 48% of African-Americans in Washington, D.C. are vaccinated. It's a fairly... It's lower than 50%, I believe. So what? basically what you're doing is you're restricting them from participating in society. How the heck is that not racist? But remember, this is the mayor who, in the wake of the George Floyd incident, went to a street in Washington, D.C., and had painted a giant Black Lives Matter, remember, on the street. Still there, I believe. Is that what... You think Dr. King would support that? Would he? Would he be an? Would he? Would he condone something that's core to the BLM movement, which is the dismantling of the nuclear family? I don't think so. I don't think he would. Dr. King was about love and family, and unity and harmony. This is anything but. Anyhow, I, I feel like to. To a great extent, we've progressed tremendously. Our own state, I think, is a fine example of that. You can see uh, uh, personal examples of, I think, racial congruence daily in your life. Daily. I do, and make note of it, and it heartens you. Way more than I do any kind of racial strife. But I think we have a situation where all of this woke stuff that's going on and all of this effort to put the color of one's skin above performance and, and, and standards thereabout, that is racist, in my, in my view. We're, we're regressing. We're not fulfilling Dr. King's edict and his dream when we, when we place race. I saw the University of Tennessee now is is bonusing professors $3,000. I may have said this last week. It's worth repeating, though. If they include diversity, equity, and inclusion content in their syllabus. I mean, like, even in math, stuff that, like, what the heck's I got to do with math? They're going to give them 3000 bucks. You've got managers at major companies that get compensated bonuses for hiring and promoting... More minorities than white people. Well, what the heck do you think you're going to do when you put money out there? How, how is that not judging people based on the color of their skin rather than the content of their character? We really need to do some reflection on this. And heed Dr. King's advice. Don't think this is what he had in mind. I did see Governor Glenn Youngkin in Virginia get inaugurated, watched his speech, going to share some stuff he did day one when we come back.
Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was down 21 to 119.49. May cotton was up 2 to 116.36. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were down 10 cents, 13.59 and three quarters per bushel. May soybeans were down 10 cents, 13.69 and a half per bushel. March corn was down a quarter to 5.96 per bushel. May corn was down a penny to 5.96 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down two cents to 142.10. June live cattle was down 10 cents to 137.52. March feeders down 20 to 166.17. April feeders down 27 to 170.07. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 533 points, 35,379. I'm Dixie Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Bumping us into this segment. We thank you so much for joining us here on Middays. Robert and Clinton on the ceasefire text line, which is 601-879-4395, says, Dr. King would be deeply disturbed that the black youth today are taught racism through Democrat politics. I, I, once again, I, I keep going back to Ibram Kendi, who, by the way, his works and I think he wrote the book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. And again, what he says, let's be clear, you have to fight past racism with present racism and present racism with future racism. It's not okay to be so-called colorblind and to support the basic tenets of equality and equal treatment. I'm pretty sure that's what Dr. King wanted. That's what he advocated for. That was his mission. But we've jumped the shark. We've gone beyond that. Kevin from Baldwin, on the other hand, doesn't seem to agree with that. He's basically saying that I talk about Dr. King a lot as if he was still alive and felt the need to march. Would you be marching with him? And are you saying it's not as much racism as it was some years ago? Yeah, I am saying that. I absolutely am saying that. I I could go through the litany of, just starting with this, the litany of legislation that has been enacted. Going back to 1865 and and fast-forwarding. I actually looked that up yesterday, Rhino. It's just like everything related to ensuring equal treatment, civil rights in this country. It's a lot that's happened. Uh, 65, 67, 70, 71, all the way up through uh, 2006 or something, I think, maybe. So Just a bunch. I don't have it in front of me. I might dig it out for the shows. I was shocked. But that's just, that's just federal legislation. Yeah, I do think that minds have have changed and i do think that general opinion and sentiment in this country is totally different totally i i've i've said this before i'm going to give it i'm going to state it again though just an anecdotal example i i live not far from here in ridgeland in a uh, in a gated community of uh you know, ra- rather, relatively speaking, pricey homes. I'm not going to apologize for that, by the way. I earned it. But right next door to me is a a, a really nice, attractive African-American family that lives in a 
a, a very expensive home. Beautiful. A pool. Uh, the, the whole nicely landscape. I mean, the whole gambit. Both of their children. Actually, I think they have three. Attend St. Andrews here in town. I'm pretty sure that's the most expensive private school in the state. It is a fine school. I think they're both physicians, if I'm not mistaken. I say this because I think this is great. I think is it a it is a shining example of how far we've come. Would you have seen that? In 1963, you'd have a hard time finding a neighborhood that that had that kind of diversity on a street, much less next door to each other in a gated community, and an expensive, a high-end gated community. I think it's fantastic. I don't, I don't uh, necessarily socialize with them. I don't socialize with anybody in my neighborhood. Everybody's kind of private. But I will say this. Every time I pass by them or they pass by me, we're out working the yard or in the streets, taking the trash out. Smile. How are you doing? I mean, it's just nothing to it. That's just normal, everyday life in this state, in this country. Is it not? Is that not as pointed an example, as strong as an example as you could make? I remember the Trayvon Martin situation. You remember that, 2013, being on an airplane, going out to Texas to see my son play baseball, and right next to me was, uh, it was one of the configurations, you have one seat on the uh, on one side and two on the other, and there were two older gentlemen, uh, a, a white person and an African-American. They were sitting next to each other and carrying on a conversation. I couldn't help but overhear it. You're so crammed in there. And they were just talking about life, their kids, their grandkids, their their hopes, their dreams, their desires for their children. Would you have seen that in 1963 or before? Probably not. It'd be rare. And it's like, oh, I just thought, yeah, this is life today. Is that not somewhat of an example of harmony? Do we we're so focused on I think like Kevin is. We're so focused here on the bad, we never take time to accentuate or highlight the good and the positives. Time for a break here, Super Talk News, Fox News, then Nick Bain, stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, uh, Chris Foster. The British man who took hostages at a synagogue in Texas was investigated as a possible terrorist threat in 2020. Malik Akram was well known to British intelligence, who the BBC says was no longer deemed a threat when he was allowed to get a visa to travel to New York, then to Texas. Before Saturday's armed attack, no victims hurt. The FBI shot him dead. Fox's Jeff Manasso. A warning from the airline industry about new 5G phone service scheduled for activation tomorrow. Airline CEOs sent a letter to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and other administration officials yesterday warning the rollout of AT&T and Verizon's 5G service will cause a catastrophic aviation crisis. Airlines said the new C-band 5G service, which can interfere with airline instruments, could render many aircraft unusable. Fox's Carmen Roberts. America's listening to Fox News.
Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 601-594-8977. That's 601-594-8977 now. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to CancerScreenInfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to CancerScreenInfo.com today. CancerScreenInfo.com. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The State Department of Health will resume its COVID numbers later today. It'll be the first report since last week when Mississippi saw its single-day total record broken three times. Over the past couple of weeks, the state has seen more than 86,000 confirmed cases, and that doesn't include rapid tests taken at home. While deaths are down, Dr. Thomas Dobbs recently said the state's health care system is being flooded with hospitalizations. If we look at what's going on with our cases and hospitalizations, although it does cause a less severe illness because of the remarkable number of cases we have, we are seeing a massive increase in the number of new hospitalizations, putting increasing strain upon our health care system and overloading our ICU systems. As of Thursday, 1,365 people in Mississippi were hospitalized. Total hospitalizations peaked at 1,667 during the Delta wave. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Propane is a safe, reliable, and clean energy source, and it's important that you're aware of these basic safety tips. Be sure that all family members are familiar with the smell of propane, know where the shutoff valve is, and what to do if a leak is suspected. Your propane provider will continue to offer a gas system check by one of their professionally trained technicians at no cost to you. Ask your provider for a pamphlet about more important propane safety info. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. It's no coincidence that the House passed a teacher pay raise and legislation to eliminate the state income tax at the same time. House Speaker Philip Gunn says it sends a strong statement that lawmakers are committed to helping taxpayers increase their disposable income. If we are able to eliminate the income tax, you can add an additional $1,300 on top of that. So the the, the, the number that I described for the teachers, the $4,000 $6,000 pay, you can add $1,300 to that in addition to car tags and grocery tax uh, if the if both bills pass at the same or, or both bills get passed. If you get a call from someone that claims to be with the Biloxi Police Department and they tell you you've got an outstanding warrant and need to pay a fine to prevent arrest, don't give them any of your personal information. Scammers are using this ploy to try to get your money. According to the Biloxi Police Department, officers will never ask for bank information or wire transfers for any purpose. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. We are back on Midday, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios are cruising right through the week here. We've got uh, Representative Nick Bain in the studio. He represents District 2. What all counties does that include? It's only Alcorn County. Just Alcorn, uh, just, okay. just the bulk of Alcorn, about two-thirds of Alcorn County. City of Corinth, um, mostly west of, of Alcorn County, and uh, those areas. Of course, I, I, I don't. I, 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 you know, you've been up there to Jay Cento. I don't yep. represent Jay Cento. That is, uh, my family lives there. That's where I grew up. But yep. um, that part is a little bit south of my district. But okay, yeah, I enjoyed that. For for those, uh, before we get started in the, into the political stuff, tell folks about that because I've found that it's kind of known in that part of the state. But you get outside that part of the state, and I know, but it's pretty big deal. It's a big deal. Look, I think Phil Bryant was the first governor not to come uh, who actually won. Governor, every yeah. governor that since since these political speaking, uh, we have a big one on July the fourth every uh, July the fourth, and then on your statewide uh, years, it's a huge, huge turnout. Probably fifteen, twenty thousand people come to just this little plot of land in northeast Mississippi, which used to be the county seat of all of uh, Tishmingo County, old Tishmingo County, uh, called Jacinto, and, and the the courthouse is still standing there. It's a rem- remarkable courthouse, uh, and you know they, they're doing big things there right now they're they've had a big christmas gathering they're doing old timey picking on the on the courthouse square type stuff so it's it's really uh, been rejuvenated here in the last couple of years and uh as you know the political speaking is second probably only to neshoba agree when when it comes on july the 4th and and it's a it's a great place to be i think they've had it they've been doing it for about 40 uh, three years, Gerard. Wow. I'm 42. So I, I don't think I've ever missed one. Uh, like I said, it's not in my district, but my parents and I grew up. I grew up about two miles from that courthouse, so it's a special place in my heart. I mean, it's it really is kind of the the old days of political stump speaking. It's what's so cool about it because people are all sitting and seated out uh, along the the kind of sloping hill there. 
in the front of the courthouse with uh, the giant oaks in the trees. That's right. And uh, they set up their blankets and their lawn chairs, and they take it all in. Uh, and and you speak, as I recall, uh, Nick, in the year I attended, and I intend to go back, it's 2019, you just pull up kind of a, a flatbed trailer right. and uh, step up on there and got a microphone speakers. You got, what, 10 minutes, and uh, they hook you off of there, man, like, if you don't That's stop. right. Like but you, you did it last I, time when I was there. You were a moderator. Like you said, it's an old-timey uh Southern stump speaking, political speaking. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the show was great uh, and unique, and Jay Seno's just as unique. Yeah. All right. So I'm told that uh, the the locals uh, state it as, say it as Jay Center. Is that Jay, right? You know, Jay Center, uh, <laughs> Jay Cento, Jay Cento, uh, Jacinto, however you want to do it. But we all we all gathered there. And so for those of you watching us on C Spire TV and our other uh, video feeds, uh, Nick brought me a nice Jacinto hat here. I really appreciate that because I'm going to wear this playing golf, and everybody's going to ask me, what the heck is that? And I'm going to explain That's it to exactly them. That's exactly right. So. Give us some pub. <laughs> it's awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming in. and look, look forward to uh, attending again. Uh, it is really an incredible, just fast. For, if you're a political uh, junkie and you're interested in that kind of stuff, uh, I mean, and it's from – uh, from folks running for justice of the peace all the way up to U.S. Senator That's and right. everything in between. That's right. It's pretty, That's pretty right. cool. So appreciate that. All right. Uh, you still are chair of House Judd B. Uh, in the House, is that right? That's correct. The Judiciary B. Committee, which for your listeners and those who may not know, does uh, primarily we, we look at the criminal uh, statutes, criminal law, law enforcement, uh, public safety type issues. Okay, so, uh, that's sort of what uh, that's sort of what's in my wheelhouse. What's on the plate this session? Well, we got a few things. Number one, and what I really wanted to kind of bring to your listeners and to the to the air for people to be aware of is we've got a a package coming for this fentanyl crisis that yeah. we're uh, that we're in. You know, I saw, I've seen. Uh, Recent studies that show that fentanyl is now the number one killer for people ages 18 to 45. Uh, that's my age range. That's uh, that's our up-and-coming youth uh, among college students. Um, among others, it is the number one killer, and it's out there. Uh, you know, in Corinth, I do a lot of criminal defense. I do a, a lot of stuff uh, with, with uh, this area of the law. And I've talked to clients who, who say they can get fentanyl. For ten dollars, Gerard, ten dollars, and it will kill three people. Unbelievable, uh, and it's absolutely uh, dangerous. And people don't realize that how prevalent it is. So we've got a, a package of bills coming uh, that we're looking to um, try to help ease this. Some I don't know that without shutting down the border, and we know where we're at with that. I don't know that we can ever completely stop it. Right. Uh, but we, I think, you know, some of this. Tough things. People always talk about legislatures and, and legislators and what we do. You know, I've talked to dozens and dozens of people every year, uh, and I've talked with this. I've talked to dozens and dozens of mamas and daddies who have lost their child due to fentanyl. Wow! Uh, it's it's is a it is it is stuff that really keeps me up at night because I see the the faces of the moms who come into my uh, office crying, who come in with pictures of their loved ones who have been lost. Because of this fentanyl, uh, they they took a Xanax that was laced with it. They they've taken a hydrocodone that was laced with it, uh, inadvertently. So, 
it's really something I think that's incumbent upon us to start looking at. So we've got a, a number of uh, bills that I would just want to make the public aware of and to talk about. One of the first ones is uh, a drug-induced homicide statute. This is a bill that that I've that I've, I've crafted from Rhode Island, and basically what it does is it creates a homicide for a person who was killed as a result of taking a pill. Um, that person who sold it gave something, got something of value for that pill, uh, can be charged if it was the proximate cause of the death. Now, certainly, that that is with an adult. With a minor, it doesn't matter. The difference here is, I, I want to be perfectly clear, is there has to be something of value given. So they have to sell it. Now, why is that important? Because I don't want it to go to um, addicts. If Gerard, you and I are addicts, and I share a pill with you, yeah. um, and I give it to you. I don't think I should. That, that addict needs help. Yeah, I don't know that they need to be going to jail. Right. So I want to get those people that are that are exploiting those addicts. Yeah, and and up the chain that are making money off of people dying. Like I told you, ten bucks, and somebody's going to die off of that. That's the cost of doing business for a lot of these dealers. So mm. we uh, are we're going to offer that homicide statute. In that statute, it it offers two provisions: a Good Samaritan provision. In our hypothetical that I gave you, if if I'm giving you something and I call 911 or I do CPR on you, uh, they can't charge me. Uh, again, trying to save lives. I got you. Secondly, uh, we're going to, again, those people that are sharing are going to have an affirmative defense to any type of uh, charges that may be levied against them. I mean, is there any uh, uh, no objections from uh, a number of uh, the members of the House at this point? Concerns no, about this? No. Or you feel good about the, it? I do. Uh, this has been a cumulative. I mean, again, we've worked on this for a year and a half or more. I've talked to number, uh, numerous groups, groups around the state, prosecutors, law enforcement. The biggest concern people had was they don't want to capture that low-hanging fruit yeah. of the addicts and and make the and just lock people up for being an addict. Yeah. So I think we've covered that with this statute. Everybody wants to go after the dealers, uh, the people making money off of this, the, the stuff coming in across the border and trying to, to to get those guys. It's a tough thing to prosecute. I will admit that. It's a tough thing to, to try to get, but we got to do something. Yeah. We got There's too many people, in, especially in our university towns, that are dying over this thing. Yeah, and it, it doesn't get, seem to get a lot of attention and traction in, in the press, Nick, but uh, digging into this a little bit, there, you're right. I mean, there are folks that have, are dying, mm-hmm. especially in our universities, but we don't hear a lot about it. You don't, and it's really sad. I mean, it, it really... So that's that's another part of this package, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. That's another part of this package okay. that we're doing, is we're creating a, uh, you know, we, we've with tobacco we we created programs to make people aware of, to, of p- tobacco. We we created other programs and curriculum to do that. We're doing that here. Okay. We're going to create programs where the state starts advertising about fentanyl and the, and the problems with fentanyl. We're going to tell our youth in schools, we're going to create a curriculum to tell them about, make people aware of this. I think the awareness and the education of it is is the number one way to try to cure this problem. Well, this is so scary, we're going to a break. Can you hang around? Absolutely. Yeah, this is so scary because it it is uh, it's masked. 
It's masqueraded. You don't know. Yep, and we're going to talk about that. Yes. Okay. We got uh, Representative Nick Bain in the studio with us. We're talking about fentanyl, and we'll dig into some, some of the other uh, matters and legislative issues he's uh, tracking and promoting when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 61. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 47. Your Wednesday brings a 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 72. And a look into Thursday, mostly cloudy skies, high near 40 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Mississippi Ag is Ag Up Equipment, your family-owned John Deere dealer since 1947. We're raising and uniting our brand to give our customers an unmatched dealer experience. Our service is backed by 16 locations, making AgUp equipment more accessible than ever before. We're upping our game by adding a new location just for you. Stay tuned. Leave it up to us at AgUp Equipment, in-store or online at agup.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. 
And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi, the great ZZ Top, bumping us into this segment with LaGrange. That's good music there. They made some pretty good music for only having three instruments, right? That's pretty creative. Billy Gibbons. See the one that passed away last year? Which one died last year? Anyhow, great uh, great sounds. Appreciate that, Ron. And we got Representative Nick Bain in the studio. Dusty rep- Hill, the bassist. Okay, thank away. you. Yeah, represents District 2. That is, uh, his district encompasses only Alcorn County. Appreciate you clarifying that. All right, so we've been talking about uh, this fentanyl situation, and one of the things that is so concerning just from an outsider is it, it's so nefarious. It's it, You can't tell, and I think that's the big danger and the risk, and it takes such a small amount. But these dealers and these these pushers and these profiteers on uh, by pushing drugs, they don't care, as you say. They don't. You know, we had hearings back last summer, and Judd B. A number of people came. Law enforcement come from all over, uh, moms and dads, and also some of the some of the uh, advocacy groups uh, around the state. And they all said the same thing: you just don't know. And and one of the things that came up during that hearing that we're going to uh, present is a tab tablet press bill a pill press bill yeah uh you know you understand somebody can get a uh, a xanax or whatever break it down uh then lace it with fentanyl in some way cut it some way with some fentanyl and then put it back together and people don't even know yeah that's what's so disturbing about this and why this is such a serious problem all right so you feel like you've got support in at least the House. What about over in the Senate? I think so. I mean, I don't. I, I've, I've talked with members over there. They've got uh, that the same issues, of course, sure. that I have that they have. So I don't think it's going to be a problem. Everybody wants to save lives. You know, yeah. I think that's I think that's a a fundamental uh, function of government is sure. to save lives, and and this is what this legislation is aimed at. So I don't think there's going to be, you know, how, what the final product looks like, Gerard, we're early in the process, as you know. So I don't know what the ultimate final process is going, product's going to look like. But getting through that process, uh, I think everybody's on board with providing some remedy to, these, to this issue. Yeah. And, I mean, this has just happened so rapidly. I don't remember hearing anything about this uh, until last, what, two or three years? It uh, seems like President Trump... Uh, spoke a lot about it because it comes across the border. That's a lot right. of it does, and and uh, it was one of the reasons he wanted to get a wall built. But this is just kind of cropped it, up. It really has, and, and candidly, I probably wouldn't know about it if I wasn't in for the legislature. Yeah. After talking to these people and being in the position that I am, um, you know, I do a lot of uh, criminal work, as I said. But as far as how prevalent it has become, you know, it it, it like you said, it just has happened overnight, yeah. and. Um, 
that's what that's what legislation is. is sometimes legislation is a lot of is reactive and not proactive. Yeah. So so we have to move because uh, I can tell you that the cartel and those guys down there they're way ahead of us on thinking about what's next. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're, the crooks are always out front on stuff like that. All right. Well, we'll be uh, tracking that for sure. So. Uh, wanted to ask you about. Uh, I think you may be involved in this, and you and I share the common love for the game of baseball. I know you have sons that are playing the game of baseball. I've been involved in youth baseball for longer than I care to, to think about. <laughs> Just means I'm getting older. My son, of course, still heavily involved in that. Um, the, uh, a bill that I think Representative Shanks is pushing regarding umpire assault which is becoming a problem believe it or not it is you know i've got uh i got a a text the other day from someone looking for umpires because they can't get people to work yeah uh i talked to Ole miss before i got here and you know that the the sec was inquiring about this bill and and you're exactly right what it does is it makes umpires Officials, any type of officials, basketball, football, soccer, yeah. whatever, makes them a protected class. Uh, so if somebody assaults them, uh, it they could be charged with aggravated assault. They could be charged with felony. Yeah. Um, you know, as you know, they don't make anything to do that. Most of them doing it for the love of yeah. the game, to get yeah. out there and, and to do something, to help the youth, whatever the case may be. Um, and it, it, you've been to youth tournaments. I've been to youth tournaments. Uh, you've seen how they're treated. Gets crazy, and it's getting harder and harder to get people to do it. Yeah. So you know we're trying to make them a protected class. You know, uh, I've 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 went back and forth with Fred about what, how, how I could how I could somehow tie this into Tennessee fans throwing stuff at officials, and, and <laughs> <laughs> but I hadn't figured out that yet. <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Well, it it's kind of sad, honestly, when when the, you, you're finding more and more examples of this around uh, youth sports at, in and all sports, as you mentioned. You know, uh, the baseball thing, I guess, is is uh, of particular interest because typically in these tournaments, as you know, they get started at eight nine o'clock in the morning, and, and a lot of times you're there till after midnight, no and it's the same set of umpires that just keep rotating. They don't make a whole lot of money doing it. It's it supplements their income some, but they enjoy doing it. That's right. And we need them to do it. Uh, and they ain't you know uh, major league umpires making three or four hundred thousand dollars a year That's right. doing this. And but the parents don't care. And to them, this might as well be the World Series. As it, you know. That's so. right. And and you know, there's nothing more emotional than parents and children. Um, Absolutely. And when you're looking at stuff like that and the games and and like you said, you're there from eight o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. Everybody gets tired yep. and feelings gets hurt. Yeah. So I understand, but uh, <laughs> you know we're just trying to we're trying to uh, protect protect people. Yeah, I anything. understand. All right, what else are you working on? Yeah, we've got some other stuff, uh, criminal justice stuff that we're going to look at. You know, we're still facing this uh, this uh, investigation from the feds, looking at a prison system. So we're looking at uh, maybe some other type of criminal justice uh, avenues to try to ease that burden that may be placed on us very soon by the feds uh you know i've I've talked to people about potentially helping uh one of the things that that drives me crazy is uh you know we have a disenfranchisement law in mississippi where voters who are are, lose their right to vote if they commit certain felonies then there's a there's a misnomer out there that if you commit any felony you lose your right to vote. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see, I don't. But that's not the case. If somebody writes a bad check, Gerard, they lose the right to vote. But if someone is convicted of child pornography, they can still vote. Unbelievable. Uh, so I want to 
I want to correct that inconsistency and 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 give the and give the bad check guy a little bit more leeway than the person who is exploiting a child. Yeah, so, totally agree. That seems kind of upside down and, and inequitable in, in uh, treatment and consequences. All right, uh, Representative Bain, what do you think about the, uh, I guess, the high-profile bills, shall we say? We've got um, the medical marijuana bill that is uh, headed to the House now. It is. I talked to uh, Chairman Yancey about that, and he's working hard on it, and he's been a part of also this fentanyl stuff, yep. him and Sam Creekmore. Um, they... Uh, you know, I am fully aware that medical marijuana is coming, and I support uh, the idea of medical marijuana. The nuances that are coming, I, I don't candidly know all the nuances, uh, but I do think and I trust uh, the Speaker. I trust Chairman Yancey in bringing us a good product that is going to allow people uh, to get this service. Look, one of the other epidemics that we're facing, Gerard, is is the opioid epidemic, just yep. like fentanyl is the opioid epidemic. I sure. do believe that medical marijuana uh, provides a, a safer outlet for people who may be addicted to opioids. So okay. I think it's it's something that we need to start to consider. Uh, well, you're right. It's 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 the the regulatory framework and right. uh, the the implementation. Uh, that's the that's the complex that's the thorny part of it. Uh, I think that's kind of a separate matter. That in general, su- supporting the right to access medical marijuana uh, and, for and treatment purposes. I, I want to say something as well. You were a part of it, and I, I want to uh, issue my thanks to you on the income tax uh, bill. Uh, you were a part of it back in the summer when we had two day two day long hearings about yeah. it. Uh, I'm excited about the income tax. Good. Uh, I am too. I'm hoping that the Senate acts on it. Uh, I think it is a game changer for the state of Mississippi, and I hope your listeners understand that this is something. I had a, a guy, a friend of mine that lives up in Benton County this weekend said, look, we're moving to Tennessee because I pay so much in. Yeah. And I can live up there basically on the same cost of living right across the state line that I can in Benton County. He doesn't want to go, but he says it's it's cheaper, and yeah. he's still relatively around his home. So it's a game changer, and, and I hope your listeners realize that this is an a generational impact for the state of Mississippi. I agree. I, I support as well, and I think the uh, the recent uh, amendments that were made, or I should say improvements That's to right. the bill, That's right. uh, are, uh, I think are welcome and make it even better. Well, I think we got to get it done. I appreciate you being active in, in it. Oh, yes, sir. Appreciate that. And uh, I think it's important. And, and you know, the, we care about the state. We want to move it forward. Simple right. as that. Well, Nick, uh, always a pleasure seeing you, sir. And appreciate you coming in today. I know we'll be talking more. I'll probably see you down at the Capitol for the sessions. No out. doubt. And, and you're always welcome in Jacinto. I appreciate <laughs> that. I love it up there. It's yep. cool. We'll be right back. We've been talking to Representative Nick Bain. we got more on Midday. Stay with us. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. 
This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Dream, the new degree of comfort. Home is where your life happens, so make it reflect you. At Miskelly's, find what suits your style and get instant savings up to $300. Plus, finance your purchase for five years with no down payment. Pick it up or we'll deliver. And in one day or two, your house will be your favorite place to come home to. Fill one room or every room. With instant savings and 60 months no money down financing, the low monthly payment will also suit your style. Make it happen at all Miskelly locations. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox. 601-594-8977. That's 601-594-8977 now. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go. 601-879-3969. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The State Department of Health will resume its COVID numbers later today. It'll be the first report since last week when Mississippi saw its single-day total record broken three times. Over the past couple of weeks, the state has seen more than 86,000 confirmed cases, and that doesn't include rapid tests taken at home. While deaths are down, Dr. Thomas Dobbs recently said the state's health care system is being flooded with hospitalizations. If we look at what's going on with our cases and hospitalizations, although it does cause a less severe illness, because of the remarkable number of cases we have. We are seeing a massive increase in the number of new hospitalizations, putting increasing strain upon our healthcare system and overloading our ICU systems. As of Thursday, 1,365 people in Mississippi were hospitalized. Total hospitalizations peaked at 1,667 during the Delta wave. I'm Kelly Bennett. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601-922-4444. 
Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. The great Harry Belafonte. Hello, can you go? Appreciate that, Rhino. We are back midday, Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate uh, Representative Bain coming in the studio. Don't forget, uh, after the noon break, we've got Speaker Pro Tem of the House of Representatives, Jason White, in the studio. Looking forward to uh, that uh, discussion. So Thomas and Greenwood said, why not just use the assault laws already on the books with respect to the umpire assault bill? So what it does is it it upgrades assaults on sports officials from simple assault to to aggravated assault. So that's really, that's the, according to what Representative Shanks uh, has informed me, so that's that's really the the deal to which to me sounds like clarifying a legal gray area because if you're agitated at the result of a sporting event and you attack the official would that not be aggravated assault to begin with i don't know that's uh, i agree it seems like it to me uh you're right if you're stupid enough honestly and you're uh low enough especially at a youth sports event to take out your grievances about a ball strike call and assault an umpire on that basis. It, honestly, it's sad the way it's evolved. And, you know, I've spoken about this. My son's in that business, and he deals with it uh, during tournament season every weekend. And it's crazy. I mean, he says, I can pretty much count every weekend I'm going to have an incident, and we may have to escort a parent or two off the premises. I mean, it's it's terrible. Um, but f- folks are crazy when it comes to this stuff, and I mean, they're it's like their life revolves around this. And I can't tell you the number of games I've coached in in tournaments over twenty five years of youth sports coaching, particularly in baseball, thousands. But uh, I've just watched it worsen. Just seems like it's worsen. Anyhow, um, 
We'll see where that goes. Thomas says aggravated assault is basically attempted murder. Uh, here's the problem, Thomas. It's like Nick Bain said. If there's not something to try to deter this beyond just simple assault, it's going to continue. We ain't going to have no more youth sports because we ain't going to have no more umpires, I'm telling you, or officials, referees. That's the problem. You heard Nick talk about that. It's becoming an issue. Uh, at the college games, I haven't seen any physical assault because it's pretty hard to get on the field. But you you better be – not that it's illegal or you should be punished for it, but the stuff that gets said in the stands, one of the funniest I remember is sitting, <laughs> sitting at an Ole Miss game on Mother's Day. And this uh, fan that was not happy with the call at the plate by the home plate umpire, he yells out, Hey, Blue, your mother called and said, Don't come home today. She's embarrassed. She don't, she don't want anything <laughs> for Mother's Day. <laughs> and it was said at kind of a quiet time where the whole stadium could hear it. You know, there was kind of a pause in the action. And it was just absolutely hilarious. But, I mean, that's kind of innocuous, you know, if you think about it. But, uh, anyhow, it's it's that's different, I think, than going beyond to assault yeah, smack somebody. smack talk is totally different than yeah. following them out to the car with a baseball bat. Uh, exactly. So, <laughs> I had a game that I coached up in North Mississippi. Gosh, I had to think back. Uh, 19 years ago, and it was in a tournament semifinal game, and and uh, I, uh, I the incident had to do with one of my players who tripped going into first base, and and just tripped over their own feet and plowed over the first baseman of the other team who was not covering the bag correctly and was on the bag, which is sort of free territory, anyhow, and and just trips, and it was a big kid and falls right on top of him. And and they got all upset. Tried to uh, tried to suggest that I, I told the kid to do that. 11 years old, which is nuts. And Look, Timmy, <laughs> you see that first baseman over there? I want you to spear him. <laughs> well, what was kind of funny about it was that <laughs> – this true story that I go to the dugout after the inning, and uh, we're we're out of uh, out of the, out, done with the at bat back in the field. So I go to the dugout. I'm coach at third base, and in route, this elderly gentleman points to him. He signals to me, "Come over here! Come over here!" And and I yes sir. And I get a little closer, and it and it I could tell he had the hat on of the other team. He says, "I tell you what, you and me after the game in the parking lot." <laughs> And I subsequently learned that um, <laughs> this was his grandchild on first base. You and me, after the game, in the parking lot, we're just going to fight right <laughs> right here. See, a true story. I just I turned around, didn't know what to think. I said, you know, I've got to turn around, don't say anything, don't respond. Yeah, that might make it worse. True story. That's, a cra- that's 19 years ago. Crazy stuff going on. Anyhow... Uh, if Thomas wants to know who else gets protected status 
Thomas, my suggestion there would be to contact your representative. If you've got if you want to make some changes on that, contact your representative. Uh, I, I don't know the nuances legally but uh, that uh, uh, differentiate assault from aggravated assault. I don't know. I know that this is becoming a problem, and officials are kind of fair game because they're in the public, and they're frankly outnumbered dramatically at games. And by the way, what I just talked about, it's not the first time in my youth coaching career I've had opponents uh, threaten and uh, sort of work to kind of conjure up an altercation, a physical. I've had that. I mean, like, track me all the way to my vehicle through the parking lots and, you know, want me to turn around so we could just go into fisticuffs in youth sports. It's insane. So, anyhow, that's where all that's going. Curtis and Biloxi says first responders are also covered under enhanced protection from assault. Yeah, the word aggravated, according to Curtis, is in relation to the severity of said assault, not emotionally aggravated. Okay. Uh, it's a little emotional. That's why I said it's like the legal gray area, because if if you're assaulting someone with complete disregard for their life, yeah, then that's aggravated assault. Yep. Okay. Whether or not you can physically harm them at that level is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. And I don't know how difficult is the legal standard of proof in that, but I do know this again. In general, when it's uh, when it involves a sports official, I, a lot of people see it. I mean, and, the, and you know the the cameras are out, right? I mean, everybody rushes to get their phone and cue up the the video record, and they got it. Tim and McGee. You know, the kid just wants to play the game. Some of the relatives want to be noticed and and feel some sort of power, but it just makes them look stupid. I agree. I know my son had a situation last year where a, a parent act, acted unruly and had had to be escorted out. And the, and the kid, of course, was crying, not because the parent had to be escorted out, because the parent acted like a fool. They were embarrassed for their, their father. And, I, and my son told me how he took the kid aside, and and comforted him, tried to comfort him, and and talked about the game and playing the game, and you know, and, and the uh, the virtue and and getting back out and continuing the game and being a baseball player. And so I think this is like an eight year old or something, which is insane to think about an altercation in eight year old baseball. You just have, you just want him to keep out of the dirt at that age more than anything else. I it's it's parents. I mean I. I have actually done numerous presentations to large groups of parents, particularly on youth sports, youth baseball specifically. And what I always try to explain is, you know, they they, they often point to professional sports. Say, well, you see the, the pros do that when you get the coaches and the umpires, you know, get into these drawn-out altercations, mostly verbal, but sometimes it – it uh, degrades to the point of pushing, and you've seen that before, and then they get thrown out. Here's the interesting but absolutely true dis- distinction. That is the business of baseball. Eight-year-old baseball is the game of baseball. 
Period. End of story. You ain't going to play Major League Baseball, Mom and Dad. The chances are so remote. Keep working at it. Keep it in your, in your sights. Absolutely. But one call by one umpire is not going to make a difference on getting to the bigs for your eight-year-old. For one win, we got to take a break here. We'll come back with more Speaker Pro Tem, Jason White at 12.05. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked. But it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. We're talking to Daniel Wallstein of BASF about how growers can manage weed resistance and develop a weed management strategy. Controlling weeds is not getting any easier. We've got more and more resistance. And so at BSF, we're really trying to help uh, educate farmers and agronomists with the best way so they can get the most out of their herbicide application. What we're talking about is starting with a good foundational pre. For us, a verdict herbicide on corn, um, Zidua is another great tool to, to use in, in soybeans and corn. The idea here is basically lay a good, start with that foundational pre, then get your post application on in a timely manner. These post-only type uh, weed control programs are really tough to manage because what happens is you end up chasing after weeds and and frankly the applications just aren't that effective against bigger weeds and we've got limited tools this is the super talk mississippi agri-news network 
Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton. Featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Ah, yes, the great Tom Petty. Man, we got the tunes rolling today. Appreciate that, Rhino. Back with you on middays. Reminds me of Ron Polk kicking dirt on the umpire's shoes at MSU. Uh, one of the greatest, if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, I'm not sure if you have, Rhino. There's a there's a video of the... Uh, it's, it happened here at the Embraves, at Trustmark Park. Embraves. A few years ago, the head coach. You ever seen that where he goes crazy and <laughs> tosses the rosin bag like a grenade? <laughs> he's crawling like he's in in combat. <laughs> gets behind <laughs> gets behind the mound, like pulls the pin out of the rosin bag, and then hurls it. It is just awesome, and they watch him doing all this. It's just like this theatrics that goes on. It's more entertaining than the baseball game. That's what I look forward to. If you ever had a rain delay for a Braves game, you'd have those crazy. This week in baseball from like 13 years earlier or older. <laughs> and you'd have these crazy montages of, oh, I just went blank on his name, the Orioles manager, uh, Earl, Earl Weaver. Weaver yeah, Earl Weaver, yeah. Where he would just go ballistic and he would go off and do something crazy and they'd cut to the next time and it was a couple of years later and it's him going off again. And I think he got ejected almost 100 times in his <laughs> career. Yeah. Uh. Weaver, him and uh, Sparky, uh, what's his name? Uh, shoot, name escapes me. I can't believe I can't remember. They coached, coached the uh, Reds. Sparky Anderson. Sparky Anderson, yeah. Uh, they were just characters in that respect, and they had, had uh, kind of perfected the art of arguing <laughs> with... Uh, Sparky with, Anderson, bless his heart, he looked old his whole life. He did, didn't he? He did. And then you had some that were just uh, so sublime, you know, and just didn't do much. And uh, I don't know, uh, just kind of stuck to themselves. It's just different different personalities. I think Mel Allen, of course, was the This Week in Baseball, the voice of This Week. What a fantastic voice Mel had. 
uh, was awesome. And, uh, yeah, somebody sent a, uh, a text that uh, informed us of who, who that official was. I'm looking for it. That uh, the Braves manager. Who was it? I, I lost it. It was up here a second ago. Anyhow, yeah, that's was, was awesome. It's so funny. It's Phil Wellman. Phil Wellman, yeah, yeah. That scrolled across. Yeah, anyhow, it is hilarious, folks, if you hadn't seen that. It'll have you, uh, seriously, it'll have you in stitches. Uh, he had to have been thinking and planning that deal, right? Because he comes out, he's got bats, and he's kind of holding them like a bazooka on his shoulder, <laughs> like he's shooting rockets, you know. Oh, my gosh, he's just so funny uh, to watch all that stuff. Anyhow, what's not funny is the Dow. Oh, my gosh, it's down as the markets sell off today, folks. There there are concerns. The NASDAQ down 326, the Dow down 615. And uh, that is because of supply chain woes that, that continue. I heard an interview this morning. It was supply chain woes and inflation. Uh, and, of course, rates are rising the uh, 10-year Treasury above the 1.8 mark today that typically has a negative impact on growth stocks, in particular those on the NASDAQ and big tech, they are getting pummeled today. And, and again, the supply chain issue. So I heard an interview this morning with a, with a home builder up in uh, the Midwest. I don't remember the name of the company, but it, during this interview, he stated that the lead time for appliances, home appliances, uh, of course, part of the new home construction process, six months. Six months to get any major home appliances, ovens and stoves and the like. Can't get them. Six months. So you, you, it's just changed the, the game in terms of how you have to plan in business, you just cannot expect, okay, when I get to that point and I need something, I'll order it and it'll be here and I'll go take care of it. Can't do that anymore. You've got uh, the supply chain woes. Last-minute logistics don't work in 2022. Yeah, exactly. The old just-in-time model is, is being, I guess, kind of nullified. It's just not working anymore, and that's a shame because that unfortunately drives up costs. But here's the thing, just getting back to the president, uh, rather than any sort of focus or discussion or plans to address these economic issues, the total focus is on ramming through this voting rights. I'm still waiting for somebody to come forward and say, I simply was not able to vote. I tried, but doggone it. Those voting uh, right, excuse me, those uh, election restriction states or so forth, those people that want me to to confirm my identity and, and adhere to these other requirements, I, I just couldn't overcome that. Therefore, I couldn't vote. I just want somebody to come forward, say. And specifically because of their race, they were unable to vote. Unbelievable. Dolly Parton with Jolene taking us out of this hour. We got Super Talk News, Fox News next. And then after that, Jason White from the Mississippi House of Representatives. He is the Spreaker Pro Tem. Stay with us. Please don't take him just because you can. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. 
I'm Chris Foster. 99.5% of U.S. coronavirus infections are from the newer Omicron variant now, according to the Centers for Disease Control. A second coronavirus booster shot is found to be only partially effective in preventing Omicron variant infections in a small study of Israeli patients who've received them. The unpublished study looked at fewer than 300 people, comparing them to a control group without a fourth shot. The lead researcher adding it's probably a good idea to give a fourth shot to those at higher risk. Fox's Lillian Wu. Microsoft is buying the video game company Activision Blizzard, developer of the best-selling Call of Duty series. The Wall Street Journal says the deal is valued at $68.7 billion. The news comes on top of reports that Activision fired or pushed out more than three dozen employees since July as part of efforts to address accusations of sexual harassment and other misconduct. Fox's Jenny Casola. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Billium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's no coincidence that the House passed a teacher pay raise and legislation to eliminate the state income tax at the same time. House Speaker Philip Gunn says it's a strong statement that lawmakers are committed to helping taxpayers increase their disposable income. If we are able to eliminate the income tax, you can add an additional $1,300 on top of that. So the the, the, the number that I described for the teachers, the 4000 $6,000 pay, you can add $1,300 to that in addition to car tax and grocery tax uh, if the if both bills pass at the same or, or both bills get passed. The Mississippi Tax Freedom Act would immediately reduce the grocery tax to 5.5%. Car tags would go down 50%. A sales tax would increase to 8.5%. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. 
Political preferences among Americans shifted from blue to red over the course of 2021, according to a Gallup survey. Fox's Jeff Manasso has the numbers. The percentage of people identifying as Democrat or leans Democrat has decreased, while more people began to align themselves as Republican or lean Republican by 47 to 42 percent, according to the poll, as opposed to 49 percent who aligned with the left over 40 percent to the right in the same poll early last year. In order to express solidarity, a group of U.S. senators, including Senator Roger Wicker, met with Ukraine president on Monday. Wicker says the U.S. will continue to further military buildup on the Ukraine-Russia border. Secretary of State Antony Blinken plans to visit the Ukraine this week as Russia invading Ukraine seems to be possible. Russia recently sent out its embassy in Ukraine. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. We've got the Speaker Pro Tim of the Mississippi House of Representatives, Jason White. Afternoon there, uh, Mr. Speaker Pro Tim. Appreciate you coming in. Yes, sir. It's good to be here, Gerard. So you guys have uh, been down there working on lots of stuff. It seems like it has been uh, active out of the chute here for the two and uh, weeks and a day that we've been in session. Very much so. You know, um, when I first got elected 10 years ago, it seemed like the first month of the session, we just went to cocktail parties and receptions <laughs> for every association known to man who, who was wanting to tell you what their legislative priorities would be for the next two or three months of the session. But but between the pandemic kind of cut out all of those social receptions, number one, and then number two, uh, it, it kind of brought into focus 
you know, the legislature, hey, let's let's do our work and get out of here. And so yeah. you're right. We hit the ground running well, uh, in and, a big way. Well, you know, with, uh, one thing is I, I miss the uh, the coast reception, right, the good food. We always enjoyed That's that. Right. <laughs> we didn't do that last year. But I don't know that this is totally unexpected, um, Representative White, because – you look at kind of the the uh, the, the hot topics: um, income tax reform, uh, medical marijuana, it co- rising to I'd say the top of that list. The work's been ongoing on that right. uh, all year. We didn't just That's take right. this up in the session. This has been going on for a while. So the fact that it is getting uh, attention, traction, we got uh, the the um, medical marijuana bill that passed the the Senate. Headed over to the House, we got teacher pay raise bills. That was also something that's been talked about for some time. We got different bill in the House, different bill in the Senate. I mean, so this this is, these aren't new issues. Now, uh, last week it was Senator Polk that said, typically what we find is that something uh, um, arises and evolves later on in the session that we did not anticipate that then sucks all the air out of the room uh, to be consistent with the past. And that may be what happens again. But uh, right now, let's uh, let's start out by talking about the medical marijuana bill. Let's talk about that. I mean, it passed the Senate overwhelmingly. I think there was uh, were five dissenting votes of the 52 in the Senate. Headed now to the House. Representative Yancey uh, has been working uh, hard on that uh, continuously over in the House. Senator Blackwell in the Senate. What do you see happening in the House now at this point? Um, well, they they released the Senate. You know, it held that bill. They released it yeah. yesterday. Okay. I guess. So it, it it has hit, if you will, on the okay. House end, um, along with all of all of the bills that are being dropped. I, Last night was the deadline for dropping bills. In other words, if you had this great idea of, of yeah. legislation, last night was a deadline at midnight to get it dropped, if you will. Get it um, as a representative you had until last night to put it into the system, if you will. Okay. So all of those bills have hit the Speaker's office to be assigned to committees, as well as um, that bill has come over from the Senate. Normally it's later on when you start getting Senate bills. So that one's in there, too. I expect it to be assigned probably most likely to Drug Policy Committee, which Chairman Yancey, um, obviously, is the chairman of, yep. mm-hmm. um, and I suspect he will um, take that I mean, run with it. I, I do anticipate there will be probably some minor changes um, to that bill. Um, I, I believe I heard the lieutenant governor say that was the 42nd or 47th version of the bill um, that they had had drafted wow. over there. Wow. So you're right. It has been an ongoing process yeah. with lots of eyeballs on it and lots of smart people looking at it. And trying to make sure um, that we do this and get it as close to right as we can. I know yep. there's going to, you know, there'll be something that we didn't get right that we have to come back and address. Nobody's nothing. No bill is perfect. And this is a huge program and a huge step for our state. But I think they have been Kevin and Lee, Senator Blackwell and, and Representative Yancey have been very intentional about not only getting it right but being sure we didn't get it wrong like so many states have done and so um and 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 your cohort mr gallo and i had had robust discussion on this (laughs) issue um because i think we are charged with with implementing a program but at the same time we've got a duty to get it right and so that's what they have worked hard on um I, i do expect a few tweaks from the house end um there may be a few few more maybe minor conservative measures we can put in there to be sure if you will but 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 for the most part that um that cake is baked yeah 
Well, it would seem like it. Were you surprised at the vote I was, uh, count? I was surprised at the yeah. vote. Did you I, expect more nays? I expected more nays. Yeah. I, I expected I did too. probably 15 nays. Yeah. So Ended was, up with five. That's right. Yeah, so, you know, we should also point out, and I'll let you talk about this, that this bill wasn't drafted in a vacuum. It wasn't drafted without uh, some investigation and review of uh, similar legislation in other states. I, I know Representative Yancey has shared with me personally the effort that, uh, in fact, had him on the program this past Friday, spent an hour on the show talking uh, about that and other matters. But this wasn't just done without some understanding of what's happened in the other states. That's right. They, they spent a lot of time researching that, meeting with folks, um, meeting with elected officials in those states, uh, specifically um, Oklahoma, Arkansas, um, even Colorado, um, and, and then – Turn that just a little bit. Meeting with law enforcement, you know, yeah. to say, "Hey, if you could have done it, what would you? What, yeah, what do sure. you see as the problem? What you've done different?" And so we did try to take all the different aspects of that. And and those guys, you know, Senator Blackwell and, and Chairman Yancey have worked extremely hard to get this right. Really, yeah. really. Um, and and hey, lots of members have gone to them and said, "Hey, did you think about this? Would you consider this?" We had input from local elected officials, from from mayors and boards of aldermen who wanted to see the opt out language. Yeah. Who still wanted some control, and maybe they felt like sixty five didn't give them all of the local control that they thought they needed. So the bill the bill has evolved and it has changed, and I think it's I think it's a better product because of that. Yeah. Um. And and hey, you heard the governor weigh in as recent as this morning on it, and what what he wanted to see in a bill, what he wants to see. In a bill now he's he's like me he saw 46 and 47 votes posted in the senate um and you know somebody some people would say that's that's uh that's strong yeah you know when you start seeing that many across party lines on an issue um they call that a position if you will so um but at the same time um because of all the different input from the executive branch from uh Department of Health and Dr. Dobbs, and, and and from all law enforcement, from from Commissioner Tyndall, what he's what he's offered, all these different things have entered into it, and I think we got a better product because of it. Yeah, I I think that's right uh, as well. I, I agree with you there. I I think your statement about they've worked hard to get it right. The challenge, of course, as you well know, is there are sort of different standards on what is right uh, as de- is defined amongst members and, and amongst uh, Mississippians as well. So it is a situation where uh, you're certainly not going to get 100% approval. You guys know that. Uh, but but I think there has been effort there uh, to accommodate uh, ev- everyone's concerns. There's been an effort while always, and, and this is what uh, Paul and I debated and talked about on, on his show, is yep. I think – no matter what, we've got to respect the people's vote on this issue. If you know, if I want to respect their vote where they reelected me as their representative, I've got to respect their vote that they voted for Initiative sixty five. Yeah. And so Lee and Kevin's job was to was to keep us as close to that as we could while knowing, hey, we're putting this in statute, we're a conservative state, we have conservative leaders in the House, Senate, and the governor's mansion. Um so it should have a conservative spin on it. But at the same time, reflecting the vote of the people on the issue. And yeah. I, th- I think they've done a good job of balancing that, and I think you saw that in the vote in the Senate last week, and I think you'll see it in the vote in the House. I would agree. Have you heard from your constituents on, on this measure? I have. Their I have. I won't say more than any issue in my 10 years, but <laughs> but, but probably right at it. It, wow. it would be top three. 
and I would say the the yays far outweigh okay. the nays. My, okay. I, I kid some people. My mom teaches the old old lady Sunday school class at First Baptist in Kosciuszko. Uh-huh. I heard from them. They were for it. And these are the most conservative <laughs> set of people yeah. that you will ever meet. And they were for it. They were for it. Okay. Um, so I found that to be very interesting. Okay. Well, that's interesting to hear. Um, I, I, you know, other legislators have mentioned that as well. And, and you know, there's some that have said that their constituents – uh, oppose it somewhat, but it, there there's some more on specific issues and elements than just a general concept. And uh, but nonetheless, we got the vote. It's headed your way. Uh, what do you think the governor's going to do? I know you don't speak for the governor, of course, but just in, in handicap that if you would. We got well, a break I, right here. You want to say that now? I, or wait till we come I, back. I certainly don't speak for him, but I, I think this morning he. I think he outlined his views on it um, that he's been consistent about, okay. and I think he'll like the product out of the house. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens there. We got a break right here. We got uh, Speaker Pro Tem Jason White in the Super Talk Studio. Stay with us. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. Ace Bolt and Screw would like to thank you for making the choice to buy your hardware, tools, and fasteners locally. Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every project. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer looking for the right tool for a home improvement project, an experienced contractor looking for hardware, or a major industrial operation looking to streamline your fastener orders, Ace Bolt and Screw would like to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. Visit acebolt.net or in person in Jackson or Gluckstadt. 
This is Beth with the range by Jimmy Primo's here in Gladstadt. My dad Jimmy is off hunting again, so I decided to start 2022 by extending the 20% discount on our annual memberships and 15 to 20% off on our firearm classes, including our firearm simulator that is great for friends and family wanting to try their skills at real-life home defense scenarios or good old firearm competition. Come see us soon. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 601-594-8977. That's 601-594-8977 now. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. Right. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Thanks so much for joining us here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We've got uh, Jason White, Speaker Pro Tim of the House of Representatives of the great state of Mississippi. I just wanted to share this. There's a couple of questions here on the ceasefire tax line. Wanted to know who the nays were in the Senate. There were five, and uh, that consisted of Senators uh, Jennifer Branning, Angela Burks Hill, Kathy Chisholm, Chris Johnson, and Jeff Tate. Yeah, Jeff Tate was the other dissenting nay vote, five out of uh, the total with a final uh, tally there of uh, it was 46 to 5 i think senator harkins was unable to be present so we lacked right. one vote of the total 52 so anyhow that uh that was the deal all right so it's coming your way we'll see what happens uh on that respect my guess is there'll be some adjustments and amendments that the house uh, members of the house will want to make but I don't see any major uh, redoing of the deal, and so you guys may have to get together in conference and sort it out, and we'll see what uh, the governor does at that point. Uh, he has been consistent, I think, um, in his uh, concerns. I believe, to a great extent, uh, that's been does have been addressed, but we'll see if it uh, is sufficient for him to sign off on it. But in looking at the vote in the Senate, though. Uh, Jason, looks like you got a veto-proof situation over there if they were to stay in those columns. We do, and I think you'll see that. I think you'll see a similar type vote in the House, but but more so than veto-proof. I think it's I think the vote totals in the Senate and what you'll see in the House will be a reflection of the bill and the fact that so much has gone into yeah. it. Um, on, on the on the concerns of of not only the governor but all of us, myself included, I was not for Initiative sixty five, but hey, they prevailed. Um, yeah. We are where we are, and I'm I'm set to see it through and, and get the program in place. Well, I'll have to admit, and I think I speak for a lot of uh, citizens in Mississippi, that we we use the, the citizen-initiated ballot process so infrequently. I don't think until I dug in that, that I understood that uh, we only have a mechanism 
to amend the Constitution. And so anything that should pass at the ballot box that was placed and referred to the ballot through the citizen-initiated process is effectively being embedded in the Constitution if it's if it's ratified. And, and so uh, I have some concerns about that. I, I, I think most people share my concerns that just from anecdotal sort of straw polling. But the, in this way, it is under the control and authority of the legislature. So if we got to make some adjustments to it, that's a much easier process than going back and amending the Constitution. That's right. It'll be in state statute. And I think um, going forward, as we fix um, the, the problems with our initiative process that the, our Supreme Court pointed out, I think you'll see not only will we fix the problems that they mentioned, we will also provide an avenue for initiatives to go into statute as yeah. opposed to the Constitution. Yeah. Um, we may still have a constitutional amendment right. uh, process. That bar will be higher and different, and, and things like a marijuana medical a medical marijuana program should go into statute, yeah. not into the not Constitution. Constitution. Nobody wanted to see marijuana in yeah. the Constitution. Yeah. Probably even the folks that paid and put forward that initiative. I that was just their right. only that was their only avenue. I think that's right, but you know, it's it's not an excuse. It's just that it's used so infrequently. Right. We we really weren't educated about it. We hadn't paid attention to it because it's it's a high bar and it's expensive uh, to get a, a ballot measure. Uh, done. And that's that's a, a complex and expensive undertaking. A citizen initiated, uh, the citizen initiated route. So that's why we don't see it a lot. But nonetheless, here's where we are. Let's talk about tax reform. This is something that you and I and, and the speaker have talked about extensively. I think this is a really good deal for the state of Mississippi. I, I like the the changes that have been made. I think, as I said earlier, I think we've improved the bill. What do you see happening there? Well, um, your your listeners are a, are an engaged bunch on on politics and what's going on around the cap. So I won't go back through our bill last year yeah. and that process yeah. and all that. Other than to say, kind of like we we talked about at the beginning of today's show, a lot of a lot of thought, a lot of eyeballs, a lot of a lot of hours have gone into um, this legislation and and making it better. Yeah, um, I think the House now with with in excess of a hundred votes in favor of the bill in its current form that is now going to the Senate um, on doing away with the personal income tax in Mississippi. I think with a hundred votes getting bipartisan support, um, I think it becomes a House position. And in my time around the legislature. When, when either body develops that strong a following of any particular issue, um, you, you sooner or later see it coming into law. And, and I would say after last year, we passed it. The Senate um, was not uh, motivated. I, I believe the lieutenant governor's word, words were he was not interested in a tax swap. Um, I would argue that it wasn't a tax swap. But at any rate, I would say we have we have done away with those um, fears or those accusations in the form of we've lowered um, what we're doing with the sales tax. We're not raising it two and a half cents. We're only raising it one and a half cents, right. um, which is, you know, you've cut 40 percent out of what you were raising there. Yep. But the numbers work. Um, it's a little more conservative plan. It's simpler. Um, cuts a grocery tax in half while doing away with income tax. And it cuts... Mississippians' car tag cost in half. Right. Those are three real expenses and real things that people see, feel, and know about. And, you know, for me personally as a Republican, as, as a conservative, and that's what we say we are, 
I don't know any other piece of legislation that you could be more in favor of and support than this. And 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 if you're not for it, then you're against it. You can't just say I'm not for it because because a lot of people that's way smarter than me, Gerard, have looked at the bill. I mean, folks, even outside Mississippi that per se don't have a dog in the hunt and they say. That's the deal right there. That's yeah. where you should be going. That bill is good. Um, some people have said they would pass the bill just because of the cap that's put on growth on the 1.5% and everything over that you know, goes to buy down the, the income tax. So right. um, I think the bill in its current form is much improved. I think it's much simpler. Um, and so this idea that, oh, it's complex, we can't understand it, too many moving parts, all these other things, th- those those notions have been shot down. It's, it's time for action on it. And I think the House is going to, you know, um, look to our counterparts in the Senate, you know, for that action um, on doing away with the income tax. Not yeah. playing around with it, not cutting it a little bit and doing lip service to it, but doing away with it. And as long as that's on the table, I think how we get there, um, I think the House will be engaged. Yeah, I hope so. So originally, uh, the the original bill called for an increase of the general sales tax from, as you pointed out, from 7 to 9.5. Now that's been whittled down to 8.5. The grocery tax, how did that change from the original bill to now? It, it's about the same. It doesn't It doesn't come in as quick. It's, phase it's out. phased in. Yeah, it's yeah. phased in a little slower. But, but another key aspect of, of the current bill over last year's bill is this. We not only raised sales tax on, on your general sales tax rate, 2.5 cents, we raised all special exemption taxes. Like, in other words, you buy cards yeah, at 5% right. or, or – uh, certain equipment or things that go into manufacturing, whatever their sales tax rate was, those went up two and a half cents as well. Yeah. And then the bill in its current form does not touch any of those inputs, any cars, big ticket items, none of that stuff increases. Strictly the general sales tax rate of seven. The other big feature, though, that's really good for Mississippians that I know is a, is a, is not an enjoyable uh, investment. Is car tags? Car tags. And you know we have kind of had an outsized uh, car tag uh, fee uh, relative to other states, and I think Mississippi has been uh, maligned in the in the conservative tax circles for that. So that's really being addressed. I happen to think, and I, you remember I said this when I testified, that's a bigger factor in in purchasing a vehicle than, a sale, than the sales tax. Look, it really is. And, and when we were talking about things that we hear from constituents about, such as the as medical marijuana uh, program, I hear from constituents about car tax as much as anything because they feel that when they walk in that tax collector's office and write that big check. Yeah, it's a lump sum. Whereas, you know, maybe your income tax comes out monthly. Yeah. You don't feel it yeah. in the same way as yeah. if you're cutting that check. And they have to cut that check for that car tag. And so, buddy, they feel it, and they want you to know about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and and that has made this bill very popular, if for no other reason than people are like, you're cutting my car tag in half? I'm on I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for it. Because it every, virtually affects everybody in this state, because we, we're, a, we're a dispersed state. That's right. Our population is, and we have to get in our cars to travel around. So it's a good deal. All right, let's talk about teacher pay. you got a Senate bill. you got a House bill. Uh, of course, Chairman Bennett. Uh, and the House says his bill's better than the one in the Senate. Uh, and then Senator DeBar over on the Senate. So they're fairly similar, honestly. They're fairly similar. You know, and I, I remind my, my Senate counterparts, just kidding around, that, that Senator DeBar, you know, he came to the House for training for a few years before we <laughs> sent him down to the Senate. Uh, but, but no, he's, he's a great guy. And, 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 
Senator DeBar's plan is is a good plan. Yeah, I like our plan better. It, it's it's a little more front loaded, and it takes care of our assistance. It gets our starting pay, which has been the big issue. Yeah, the it big gets issue. it up there, and we just get that off the table. Let's we knock that out. And so that's what I like about that. But but I think you'll see this House and Senate come together and and make something work on that right. issue. I look forward to that. Uh, Representative White, it's been great having you in the studio today. Appreciate all your efforts, sir. And I'm, I'll probably see you down at the Capitol before it's all over with. Good, Good to day. have you. Thank you for being here. Jerome. You got it. You got it. We'll take a break here on Middays. We got more when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 61. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 47. Your Wednesday brings a 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 72. And a look into Thursday, mostly cloudy skies, high near 40 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed state of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech Mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
It's no coincidence that the House passed a teacher pay raise and legislation to eliminate the state income tax at the same time. House Speaker Philip Gunn says it's a strong statement that lawmakers are committed to helping taxpayers increase their disposable income. If we are able to eliminate the income tax, you can add an additional $1,300 on top of that. So the the, the, the number that I described for the teachers, the $4,000 $6,000 pay, you can add $1,300 to that in addition to car tax and grocery tax uh, if the if both bills pass at the same or, or both bills get passed. The Mississippi Tax Freedom Act would immediately reduce the grocery tax to 5.5%. Car tags would go down 50%. A sales tax would increase to 8.5%. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans. We're here to play. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, the Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Yes. Rick Wakeman. How long is that song there, Rhino? About 45 minutes? Every Yes song is like a whole side, isn't it? <laughs> Seems like it. That's kind of what they're known for. Uh, so, if you're worried, so, uh, friends, um, who was it, I think, that sent a comment earlier about by Whirlpool appliances? Uh, because I guess those are available? I don't know. Heard that. I'm not. I'm personally not in the market for appliances. I was just passing on what I heard a home builder up in the upper Midwest say. Um, is, is that our listener that I'm looking for that uh, was, I believe, is in that business, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it was Paul and Meridian. Yeah, Paul. Appreciate that, Paul. Thank you. My son, the factories are working overtime. Yeah, that's right. It's what Paul does. Uh, he works on uh, appliances, technician. So, yeah, I, and that's, 
I, I wonder, Paul, if even working overtime can satisfy the demand. I don't know. But here's the thing, guys. Don't fret. Because Vice President Kamala Harris, she's all over this. She said when asked about this. So you, have you noticed the left-wing media starting to wilt on these guys? And you're seeing more and more examples of it. And I saw this interview with uh, with the vice president. It was an MSNBC host, and I asked her about this. I mean, just you know, you you can't not be experiencing this problem, this supply chain problem. She said, "It's time to do what we have been doing, and that time is today." What the hell does that mean? That just clueless. It's time to do what we have been doing, and that time is today. Wrap your head around that statement. What does that mean? Beyond me to figure that out. That's just crazy, in my opinion. I did want to uh, get to what Governor Glenn Youngkin in the great state, uh, the Commonwealth, why are they a Commonwealth and we're just a lowly state? What? They've been around longer. Okay. (laughs) The Commonwealth of, isn't Kentucky a Commonwealth as well? I believe so. The Commonwealth of Virginia. He, of course, just uh, elected up there. Pennsylvania is also a Commonwealth. Yeah, it's a Commonwealth. You're right. So he enacted right off the bat. I mean, he wasted no time. He enacted uh, 11 executive orders. I think before he had his tux off, he he, um, was dressed in a tuxedo, what's called a morning suit, by the way. He was uh, during for his inauguration and made his address, but he went to work. But but look, this shouldn't be a surprise. I think it's refreshing. It's a politician who ran on certain policy positions and objectives and he went to work putting those into action. They won, passed 11 orders. And one of those orders deals with this proliferation of critical race theory uh, in, our, in our educational systems, in particular in K-12. through And Yunkin promised to, quote, restore excellence, unquote, in schools and ban, quote, divisive concepts. He said that. Well... He signed an executive order that tasks the Virginia Superintendent of Instruction. I think that would be equivalent to our high, highest level superintendent, the Superintendent of Education, to review all the policies, programs, academic standards, and curricula within the Education Department to determine whether they promote or endorse inherently divisive concepts like CRT. The order also bans any executive employee from, quote, directing or otherwise compelling students to personally affirm, adopt, or adhere to inherently divisive concepts. I mean, this is excellent. I mean, that's just without even, I guess, saying just at the highest level we ban CRT, right? Because that really doesn't. I don't think that achieves the goal. This goes further than that and gets into the specifics, goes on to state that no student 
or teacher should bear responsibility, be asked to bear responsibility for actions committed in the past by other members of the same race, or that one's moral character is inherently determined by his or her race. Absolutely. That's consistent with Dr. King's edict and precepts, specifically, explicitly consistent with that. This is awesome. So, says that no one should be discriminated against or adversely treated because of his or her race. Well, yeah, exactly. That's all we want. I think that makes total sense. So, bravo to Governor Yunkin. He also promised in his campaign to end mandatory masking in schools and said that's a choice that that parents should make about their their children. Of course, the left-leaning county school districts already fighting this. And by gosh, we got to mandate those masks. And uh, there's just so much conclusive evidence that that is an exercise in futility with respect to young young people and students. Take the dang masks off. They need to see each other. They need to show their their precious, smiling faces. They need to see those of their teachers. That's just human nature. It's ingrained in, in us as humans. It's, that's how we communicate. It's how we learn. It's just incredible. Anyhow, he did, uh, he did a great job, I think. I listened to his speech, and then I read it, uh, the, uh, the text of it afterwards. I, I thought it was excellent. He's also talking about reducing income taxes, property taxes, which are exorbitant in the state, uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia. So he's making good on his promises. He's going right to work and addressing those issues, and I certainly do applaud him in that uh, respect. So we'll see where all that uh, goes for sure. You've probably also seen a move uh, in the Congress. There's some legislation being proposed, and it is uh, Senator Ossoff from Georgia that I think is kind of the main cheerleader on this, that would really change the the law with respect to members of Congress in their trading, their stock trading and investment activity. Of course, now they have to fully disclose all that. And they are, in, in accordance with present law, they are banned from uh, engaging in insider trading. And, and that they, the way they kind of define that, Somewhat loosely is that if they're involved in in legislation directly, committees, etc., that um, would affect certain companies, and then they go invest on the basis of their knowledge and understanding of how that legislation may impact those companies long before it has been enacted into law, or that anybody even knows about it, honestly, or is paying attention to it. Yeah, that's prohibited. The problem is there's some penalties if you if you violate that, but they're not terribly stiff. And honestly, they're I think they're kind of getting away with it uh, w- without properly disclosing that. And there, there's really just no no effort uh, to uh, impose the, the the penalties. So anyhow, he wants to totally ban trading of equities by members of Congress. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi 
has argued that, oh, so we have a free market. It's amazing how they become advocates and outspoken proponents for the free market while virtually every other, when it comes to them personally, of course, but virtually every other economic measure that they favor and they they promote is not, is all about central planning socialism. I, I just find that rich and hypocritical. What I do object to, more so than d- directly trading shares of public companies, is when they start trading options, because options are totally speculative on the future. Options to buy, options to sell, put, call options. And when you're doing that, which Nancy Pelosi bought like $30 million of put options last year, meaning she knew or she expected at least that certain policy um, and, and regulatory enactments could negatively impact certain companies, Therefore, she went and loaded up on put options so that she could sell them to the market, her shares at a higher price than what the present market price would be in the future. That, I think, is over the line and and, and really inappropriate, and I think that should be guarded against. What's funny? Wasn't that the, the whole impetus for a bad guy in a Bond film recently? I think that's right. Shorting an airline and then blowing up the airline. Exactly right. There you go. I mean, that's that's a very good example right there. I'm going to go short it. <laughs> Sell it short, blow it up, watch the stock plummet so I can buy it and make a profit. Well, he was a Bond bad guy, so he tried to blow it up, but Bond saved the day. I got you. <laughs> we got another segment left in this edition of Midday. Stay with us. Well, you ain't never caught a rabbit. You ain't no friend of mine. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Start off the new year with explosive savings. During our-
our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com. With zero down, pay only $289 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4 ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low of 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right, a lifetime powertrain warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit deal for details. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. During the COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high-quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care, with many in rural areas having no access at all. Mississippi's archaic laws force NPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioners. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi the great toto appreciate that rhino that from the all hit request line made that request i don't know just in a toto mood what a great group of musicians those folks were all right so lots of questions about uh the sales tax as it pertains to the reduced rate that is applied to the purchase of farm equipment, just to clear the air, that stays in place. 
That is one of the adjustments that was made between the original bill and this bill. So no change there uh, to the way that works. So the farm equipment still taxed at the same rate that it presently is. Is that – I'm not even sure what that rate is. It, um, hmm. it is, is it 4.5%? I want to say. Because I want to say that maybe the 2.5% increase would take it to 7 under the old bill. So, anyhow, I know we have some folks out there that know that. And I had all that memorized, but I'm, I apologize. I don't have all that um, just trickling around, uh, swimming around in my head right now. But I want to say it's 4.5%. If I'm wrong about that, please let me know. I'll, um, I will correct it. But it, the big thing is what you have been accustomed to paying stays intact. No change there with respect to uh, farm equipment. No, no changes. Appreciate that. So uh, there's, yeah, I watched Cliff and Greenwood. I watched the the inauguration in Virginia yesterday, and what a breath of fresh air for the state. I, I agree. So here's the thing. Here's a guy in, in Yunkin who's not a career politician, self-made private sector guy, private equity, and doesn't need any money, doesn't need the spoils, if you will, and the pageantry from being a governor and all that sort of stuff. He just got tired of seeing the Commonwealth continue to decline. It arguably has been ground zero for wokeness, right, in our our schools. Loudoun County, in particular, had just, golly, how many clips have we played here, Rhino, from uh, various events that have occurred there, parents showing up, school board members saying crazy things. It, it has. But anyhow, I this is just a guy that, that came about and just talked common sense. we we got to get rid of this stuff in our schools, teaching these divisive concepts, and we got to let teach, uh, excuse me, parents be more involved in what's being taught to their children, and our taxes are too dang high. we got to get more competitive in business, and just down the list, I just thought he made a he just made a lot of sense. But you know what McAuliffe did? Trump, 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 Trump. That's all he said. Biden showed up. Trump, 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 Trump. And that strategy failed, and it failed miserably, honestly. So, according to what I've got here from 2018 is the most recent update. Farm equipment and machinery purchased for the exclusive and direct use of farming may be exempt for a reduced sales tax rate of 1.5 percent in the state of Mississippi and is good for seven years from June 26, 2018. Okay, so a reduction of 1.5 percent? Uh, you can use an exemption to pay a reduced sales tax rate of 1.5 percent. Okay, my, okay, thank you. So On farm equipment and machinery. That, that's right. I tell you where I'm getting confused. In the old bill, the two and a half percent increase would have taken that to four. That's Correct. where I'm getting the number four. It, it just hit me. So the 1.5% that's presently in place, I just want to make sure I'm clarifying this and getting the right information out, that stays intact. I just want to say that emphatically. No change to that. No change to that. They yeah, are, when sold to farmers for direct use in the production of poultry, ratite, domesticated fish, livestock, livestock products, agricultural crops, or even ornamental plant crops, or for other agricultural purposes, it would be... Subject to the reduced 1.5% rate of Mississippi sales tax. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, so appreciate that. That's where I got the four from, so I apologize. I've never bought farm equipment, uh, but I, I did, when we were dealing with that back in the session, uh, I, I think I dug into that and had all that stuff committed to memory, so a uh, li- little rusty. Appreciate that, Rhino. But the main thing is 1.5%. That's what you pay now. Uh, that's what you're going to pay if this bill passes. Another question about when would it go into effect? That would be that would be July one is what presently it was scheduled. But keep in mind you pay income taxes based on your income over a calendar year, so the income tax reductions would come into effect in 2023. Uh, uh, the the calendar year 2023 and would apply for the entire year of 2023, but the state would see a reduction for half of fiscal 23, which starts, and I know that's convoluted, and I'm sorry for confusing that. Bottom line is it goes into effect this coming July, and that's when you see sales tax and and, uh, car tax all go into effect. Your income tax is different because it's a calendar year, and it goes next year. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless, everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.